Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, we have listened to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and hit that five star rating. You can show your official support by heading to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. You can also join us on our Discord as well. Uh, links are in the bio on our Instagram page. My name's Gavin. I've got my usual drinking buddies in the form of Callum, Mark, and Scott. Good evening. Hello, hello. Good evening. See, we, we reached inter- international waters with the Discord. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have Unreal. a Discord member from yeah. Belgium. I- Isle of Man. I was going to say, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, who is... Just a, just a boy on holiday, no? No, no, no. He was at a festival at the weekend and he sent some pictures of the beverages um, from Belgium, which is pretty cool. What's his name? And what we drink, uh, I think it's Martin (laughs) or something. Is it Martin? Martin. So many, when there's so many folk on that, you kind of keep track of everybody's names, Cal. Come on. Okay. Uh, It's it's Martin, but it's got a J at the end. Do you smell shit? Do you smell shit? Yep. So I appreciate well, hello Martin and I appreciate your listening. Um if you need subtitles, get in touch. Yeah, um, I, I am surprised. So he was at a, a beer and punk rock festival. Oh, that sounds like my bag. That's the, like some of the like there's he's got a picture of one beer which looks fucking like a red ale type thing, which looks I awesome. Dynamite. And the, like the cans over there, it looks like radical way brewing is potentially what they're called. Um and it's a double dry hop West Coast IPA. Nice. Um, it's like awesome. So it if looked a bit get... hazy. I was close to commenting, but I was like, I'm not getting too wanky. It did look, it look hazy. That was probably the DDH style. Um, it was cool. Dipped in. But if you want to join and get involved, um, like I said, the link to the Discord is on our Instagram profile. So just whack that and you can join the Discord. If it doesn't work, send me a message and I'll fix it. It's basically that's what Martin did. He's like, your Discord link doesn't work. It's run out. I was like, okay, I'll fix it. Um, go around the table and see what we're starting off the podcast. Um, ah, best sound in the world. Callum, what you got? Um, I picked out two beers out of the fridge because the one from my sure shot box that I've been hanging on to because I didn't think I would enjoy it, mm-hmm. and the one beer from my. A Bristol box that I got um, that I didn't think I would enjoy either. Um, but I've, that's, this is actually the first one from the Bristol box. But the, the one I'm drinking at the moment is called Sean Paul Surfing Experience. Dante in. Um, <laughs> aye. So that's a collaboration between Sure Shot and Pilot. Um, and it's a grapefruit and pineapple sour. Um, so yeah, pineapple and grapefruit sour brewed with in collaboration with Leith Legends Pilot. Totally tropical with a sour lilt. Like that one. Uh, fizzy fruity, not forgotten. It's the right temperature to turn you on. <laughs> I don't think Sean I don't think Sean Paul has ever sounded so white than he did when uh, I just recited these lyrics. Um but this is actually it's four percent and it's not offensively sour at all. It's it's more that kind of wild. Uh, farmhousey right. punk. Um, it's really not that sour, which is is, is an absolute win. Um, and it does. I mean, it tastes like lilt. It's like you know, orange, pineapple, grapefruit. Um, 
but there's no adjuncts there. It's all hops. Um, the, the can doesn't give it away as to what to hops in, so we need to do a bit more digging. But um, yeah, it's adjunct free, but still tastes exactly what it says on the tin, which is which is a win, and it's it's super refreshing, nice and icy cold out the fridge. Um, and yeah, it's delicious. And I just do what sure shot do best is just doing what it says on. Well, the that's tin. it. I mean, and I, that just says it oh, all. That, that was that was the beer. But the one beer that I took out of that box, that I thought, mm, no, I don't know. But but yeah, it's delicious. Sounds good. Um, None of this kettle sour nonsense. No, go on, fucking. I'm on, I'm on the edge with sours at the moment. I'll get into that later on. Um, I have a beer. Um, it's the Bruiser beer, which is a collaboration between Sure Shot. We seem to mention them every single week. Sure Shot, Polly's, and Overtone. It's Tetrid. It's a double IPA, 8% Cascade Cashmere. El Duradu and our mate Nelson is in this beer. Um, I've the last like week and a half, I've been really no enjoying double IPAs. They're kind of doing my tits in. Um, I've every single one I've had is just tastes stupidly over alcoholic and just n- no enjoying them whatsoever. So I was kind of again similar to kind of what you're saying, looking to maybe not like this beer before I'd even tried it. However, um. It's thick, it's murky, proper hazy, on the nose, it's it's nice and dank, it's kind of be a bit tropical, fruity, all those usual fucking bingo words. Um, Taste-wise, it's nice and creamy, nice and soft. Again, juicy bingo words, thick, smooth, that kind of melon, white wine grape kind of vibe to it. Um, and just a massive amount of sweetness in the back of this beer with a, a, a nice bit of lingering hoppiness, uh, hoppy bitterness, excuse me. Which is the the first dipper in about two or three weeks that I've drank and I've actually fucking enjoyed it. Um, so yes, hats off to all those guys. Um, to be fair, when you put all those breweries together, you, you should be coming up with a banging beer. Yeah. With sure shot polys and fucking overtone, and obviously with the the help of Ollie and the crew, um, and the team at Bruiser. So I hats off to the guys. The beer is really good. I was what I was actually genuinely wanting to rip this beer a new asshole because everybody on fucking their Facebook group was like, that's fucking like amazing. I was like, is it actually that good? It is that good. So looking forward to it. I've got it in the fridge. It's, it's decent. That is really actually nice. Like I said, best dip I've had in a couple of weeks. Just I don't know why I've been I've just can't be bored with dippers right now. Cannot be fucked with them. It's weird to apologize. Second world problem, I. <laughs> uh, I'm fun, and the thing is, I'm swinging back with uh, sours at the moment. Like I went off sours for ages, and now I'm like, okay. After the one I'm going to have later on, I'm like, actually, I'm going to crack some more sours open, and aye, which is right good right at the end of summer, going at the dark beer season, perfect timing, fucking dick. <laughs> Gilroy, what you got, mate? The Green Mountain for the perfect draft to kick things off. Oh, um, stalwart 4.3% vermint style session IPA. Vermont. Um, it's my go to perfect draft number, I think, at the moment. I've got a couple of experiments to go with a wheat beer, a Francis Canna, and a, a Hoxton Lager to try next. So they're kind of experimentals, but Green Mountain, I just keep going back to it. It's just super easy. It's so good. And between that and the vocation for. 
I, I know the Green Mountain's more sessionable. It's four. Mm. What did you say? Four point three. Yeah. So it's at least out the perfect draft, relatively sessionable. They obviously avail- like... it's quite well available as well. Like, no. you know, I've now been into the place of work on or online and not seen it available. So. No, it's good. Sounds good. Uh, what you got? I've got a hazy pale from Bullhouse Brewing. It's called The Vibe. Four and a half percent. And I got I got Bullhouse as part of my double bruiser boxes this month. Um uh fell fell Did... sucker. Though my my reminder was not sent. <laughs> um so um not overly disappointed because I got the showcase box that you guys got too and um Bill House. And I've got to admit, it's a really, really easy drinking beer. I had a couple of the, I had Small Axe and I had Pioneer from them already. Pioneer was a beer that was in my awesome picture that you approved. Ah, it's like your first best, but like it's only, only taking like five years to dig a picture. I know. I just. Well, no, in fact, I'll rephrase that one in focus. I can never be. I just I don't know how you have to go to time, mate. Like, it's not the time, it just it literally takes. Two minutes, and I don't know. You've got a, a fucking shite camera phone. Then if it doesn't, it do. can't focus. I do, I do. Um, his his phone's a forgery of a forgery of a forgery. I think is it not? Uh, it's like proper by so it's by not, door, it's not quite proper. Hawaii. It's not quite Oppo. No, it's it's like it's like Vietnam's version of Hawaii. <laughs> what is it? Uh-huh. Oh, we're not go- I don't know what it's called, man. No, I'm a, I'm it, r- it, rings, it rings and it texts folk for the I'm most part. I'm not forgetting part, it yet. So. Um, I, I, I would butcher it. I wouldn't even know how to pronounce the thing. There's X's and Y's and Q's in it. So, <laughs> um, But uh, back to the beer, I suppose. This is uh, Azaka, um, Mosaic and Belma. Now, right. Belma, I've got to admit... I, I, I couldn't recall it for, for the life of me, so I've done a bit of old hope googling. Now, the flavour it's a it's a Yakima Chief's number, um, and wait to hear the. This is the tasting notes of it in terms of the the fruits and the the, the aromas and all the rest of it that you're expected to get from the beer. So it's orange, melon, strawberry, and pineapple. With a slight bit of grapefruit. Well, you're not getting all that, surely. It's basically, it's basically a fruit well, salad. Fruit salad aye. Aye. Well, I kind of chuckled at it because you're thinking... Like, what is it for? Is it haroma? It is a haroma. Haroma. <laughs> but then there is a really nice bitterness to this beer, which I think is coming from the grapefruity part of it. So it's... What are the other hops? Um, Azaka and Mosaic. No, there's your bitterness, Mosaic. Mm. Well, this is bitter. This is a this is a dual purpose hop. It's got middle of the road alpha acids on it, so it could be, like you say, based around them both. But I'm not getting much. It's not sweet enough. That's the part I'm trying to get. Like strawberry pineapple, you would expect sweetness. Mm. It doesn't have the sweetness to it. But it's, it is really flavoursome, and for me, it's got probably a bit more of a bitey uh, bitterness on the back end. So I'm pinning that on the grapefruit. Uh, it's actually just it's just a really tasty beer, right? but it's not your standard hazy pale. That's just all tropical and you know 
fruit forward. Something a bit more interesting than mango. I feel like there's 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 a bit of weight to it. Like it tastes like a wee bit. It's and when I mean weight, it's it is really light on the mouthfeel. So it's not like like a chunky beer, but it's actually got like a a weight of flavour in it. It's nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. 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 Um, as you can probably tell already, it's just us this evening on the podcast. Just no guests. The four of us. Always good to catch up, look back. Um, obviously we've had a couple of mad uh, weeks. Last week was uh, really that is a really interesting chat with Luca. Um, part three is not out yet, um, but when it is, I will make sure and put the links up. Um, but interesting to get a different perspective in terms of the industry and whatnot instead of just talking to breweries all the time nothing wrong with that but it's always good to get the business aspect of things and then obviously we had our fifth birthday which was fucking that was about that must have been about five weeks ago now surely well it was surprisingly it was surprisingly no as mental as i expected well behaved well behaved well behaved um i've got nothing written down for the night uh, like Quite. to be honest, so this is like a proper like winging it podcast this evening. By the I'm way, gonna, I'm going to talk about this beer then that I just uh, opened poured up. in the sink. It's close, mate. Um, <laughs> nah, that's that's my baby, but half. But this is this is the first beer I, I got the Bristol New Bristol Brewery, um, and they were in the twenty nine pound bracket. Um, is that the one with the the gorilla hanging? Gorilla in the spacesuit. Aye. Uh-huh. So every can's got a gorilla and a spacesuit somewhere on it. And this one's sitting on a, a motorway flyover um, with pink birds. Mm. And it's a raspberry pilsner. Wrong. Mm. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. So it's basically a pilsner with um, raspberry puree in it. 4.5%. And, uh, Is it aimed at you? You think that'd be a... I, I probably know, mate, to be perfectly honest, and that's why I'm trying to be a bit, I'm trying to be constructive. That's so a beer like, for folk who don't like beer, isn't it? I, I think so. I mean, looks awfully kind of ready. Oh, it's, it's rosy, it's the mm. rosy color, it's pink. Mm. Mm. And I mean, that's that's exactly what it says on the can. It should be, it should be pink. There's a very slight hint of raspberry, but all it kind of does is sweeten up. The pilsner, mm. and it kind of just takes away. I mean, you would think raspberry. Nice you would think that raspberry being a quite sharp. You know, I would. I would say that raspberry was a more sharp fruit than a sweet fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, it, it, all I'm getting is kind of like a sweet, sickly pilsner. It's like lager with lactose added to it, and it's it's really it's it's quite unpleasant. Um, that fights against. It fights. It's it totally like fights. Artificial raspberries, isn't it? It fights against you're hundred percent right, Scott. It fights against that crisp, clean pilsner. Um, and it, that, you know, it, it's kind of I can maybe I can see what they're trying to do. With... Really? Because as soon as you said raspberry for me, I'm thinking of sours. I'm thinking of what do you call them, framboise or whatever aye, you aye, say. Yeah, it. totally. I'm thinking you know, of what... saisons. I'm thinking of like. You know, something that's got a bit of funk to it to, to hold the raspberry like accountable, basically, rather than I can understand I mean from from a purely business point of view, I can understand tar, trying to tart up a pilsner 
you know, and trying to make it appeal to, like Scott says, you know, people that are maybe no lager drinkers or or whatever. I can mm. I can get that, but just make a good pilsner. You know, I'd be far I'd be far more more inclined to buy just a pilsner rather than this. I mean, I would never I would never have picked this up off the shelf. Would I, I don't care who the brewery is, even if it's a verdant raspberry pilsner. I wouldn't be picking a raspberry pilsner off the shelf. So it's, I suppose it's a good thing that that's arrived in the box and it's you know it's forced me to try it because it's in my fridge. Um, but it's it's certainly not a, a fruited pilsner. It's certainly not a style I'll be rushing back to. Let's just say that. These fucking mm-hmm. rattling makers have got a lot to answer for, as you know. So, um, so I, but that's the first that's the first new Bristol brewery beer that I've had from that box. I think it's probably the right one to pick first because. It's the one you were least sure about, right? Exactly, and that's why I picked it, Scott. Like that. That's why right. I picked it. Um, and we've got, you know, there's the, the Alpha Delta collab, the Alpha Delta, the IPA collabs in there, which I'm super excited about, and and several other ones as well that that, that look the part. Um, and I know, Gav, you had that brewery um, a few months back and were raving about the beers. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not overly concerned about the beers that I've got coming up, but... Um, I've but, not yeah. had their box. I've... I've, I've... Tried enough of their beers to know they're decent. I know one that's well, I've had that was okay. It was pretty good, and it got a lot of um, stuff on social media. Was the Duvi one, Duvi Duos? I think it's called. I can't remember. I should have put that in the fridge. Um, I I seen it anyway. I this this uh, this being the first one, as as Dream would say, and things can only get better. Indeed, indeed. Um, Scott, me and yourself made it down to the London Craft Beer Festival. What was that? Two weekends ago? On the week? Aye. 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 Um, it's potentially one of the best, if not the best. I mean, you can argue it. To be fair, um, craft beer festivals in the UK. The the venue itself is outstanding. Tobacco Docks is just ridiculous. Um, it's super super cool. I've been there. I think that's the fourth year in a row I've been. Um, how did you find it? There's no point in me fucking blowing smoke up its ass because I probably date every fucking year. For yourself, your first time visit, how did you enjoy it? Oh, I enjoy really it. enjoyed it. I, I liked the setup. Um, I liked all the kind of separate wee rooms and stuff like that. All because it, it, it does keep people kind of split up with where they're sitting, so you don't get like masses of people all sitting in yeah. the same place. Um, and it means you kind of wander about a bit more. Um, I'd say that the setting's quite cool, roasting. That was hot, but not as offensively roasting hot as I believe the year previous was. So they did a wee bit in terms of aircon and stuff like that. There was some of the bars down the stairs in particular had some aircon setups in them, mm-hmm. which we um hogged quite well when we, we were in the different rooms. We didn't hog um, that one. We had a lot of the breweries quite spread out, so it was worth um it was worth going into each room. Like there wasn't it wasn't like all your breweries were in the one room, so yeah. everybody was going ram try to get into them. I would say the American places like the Brewers Association, is that right? Uh, the Brewers Aye. Association had the had quite a, a busy bit, but they were also in with the likes, uh, um, the Goose uh, kind of Was it Timmermans? They were Timmermans. in Timmermans. That's who it was. And um, they had quite a big setup, and then they had another kind of wee kind of showcase. Kind of smaller breweries uh, set up in there, which was quite good. A kind of mixed set of taps, so Timmermans and then a couple of mixtures in there, which was quite good. Um, up the stairs, the food vendors were amazing. And <laughs> um, we managed to hammer Bone Daddy's, um, 
and then also a place that did shrimp and grits and uh, a crawfish roll, like a kind oh. of lobster roll type thing, which was superb. And some uh, also at Bone Daddy's, we got some like kind of tater tot type things with yeah. Asian sauces and everything on them, which was superb and set me up for my dinner later on at Shack Fu Yu. Um, what, a name. what a name. Hankering. What a name. Shack Fu Yu is tremendous. Yeah, um, it was superb. Like... a vaping as well, or fucking no vaping. It was like oxygen. Aye, we were doing the we did the uh, the old um, rum, the rum inhalation. Is that cra- the cracking stuff again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that what we got at Manchester? Aye, uh, we were in the I would say... weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably cool, my though. one of my favourites that I forgot about because I went back through the app thing. Yeah. Didn't realise that they had that. Otherwise, I would have used it for Manchester as well. Oh, that's I. You would have definitely would have used that. Yeah. <laughs> the the app was like even the state I was in on Friday. The the at the London one, I was able to keep up to date. So it was definitely. It was just good for like going through phone. and just and just ticking them off and going uh, back. easy to tick them off as you go, kind of thing. Um, Alpha Delta were really good, and I forgot about them. We spoke about them before. Hot yeah. Pond, obviously, everyone they had was good. James is amazing. Um, Alpha Delta were superb. Verdant were good. Beak were amazing. Mm-hmm. Loads of them. Um, it was superb. Like there was, it was. See what the thing I really liked as well. See every room that you mentioned. Like you said, it wasn't full of just the breweries. Like I had a couple, like a good handful of breweries, and then I had like your other things as well. So I had, I know your Jade got like a, a cocktail, or like a mojito thing. I can't remember, it might have been a mojito um, in one of the rooms and then like you said had the cracking thing and then every other room had something different in it as well just to suit all everybody to be fair and it's just, it's an absolute maze like every time I go I'm like I actually don't know where I'm at like it took us the, uh, my message was she was like I need to find your shot, I need to find your shot and for like it took us like an hour and a half just to find your shot um, and I know we mentioned Shoshot again, but she finally, finally found it. And it's literally because it is a fucking maze. We didn't even go down the middle that much. Right down the middle. Aye. Mind the barbecue, but the big fucking, the briskets and that, the big barbecue. Right in the fucking middle, that was mental. Mm-hmm. Aye, they were doing, it was like, it was it was like the only bit down the stairs that had a skylight, like right up to the ceiling. Aye. And it was just these cages in it where they just had like chickens spinning on spits and Corn in there and uh, bits of brisket, the whole works. It was amazing. Just looked really smart. And all their uh, their gear, their merch and stuff they were selling was all amazing as well. Um, uh, I've got. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Try and get into the the old website and find a couple because Jade wanted me to make sure and mention if I got the chance to talk about what I'd seen. Um, what other highlights did did you come up with when you were there? What other beers did you enjoy? Well, I'm trying to find this. that's what I was trying to remind myself of what I actually had, and um, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a semi struggle, but um, there was a couple that one fairly early early doors, and I'm hoping to get them in the podcast was a brewery called Zylo. Um, mm-hmm. aye, superb, and we had Zylo, the, Zylo yeah, so X, Y, L, as in Zylo phone, correct, aye, <laughs> correct, the mm-hmm. window, um. Called back for back for more a New Zealand IPA. Um, so uh, Pacific Sunrise, Motueka, Rawaka, and Nelson. Uh, in there and oh, this was so this was er- relatively early doors. 
and that was why you can remember it so well. I was honestly, it was so fucking. It was that good. It's one of the very few beers that I went back for two. I was like, yep, fill that back up. Give me more of that because that was absolutely superb. And one brewery, I believe they were from either Germany or Berlin. Um, I know that's a country and a city. Um, but they were called Seven Islands, and they I had a double dry hop beer off them, and it was ridiculous. Um, the can art was was unreal, literally unreal. Another one that I had was that was okay. And it should have been better. Was a collaboration between Sidon and New Barns, mm. uh, called Super Goldfinger Discount, which is a pale ale. Um, which uh, it was alright. It was alright. It did the job. Again, this was early doors. Jim Brew as well. I want to mention Jim Brew because they did some good, good stuff. Their setup was pretty wicked with some old TVs, some proper mm. old TVs. Um, that was wicked. The setups are the setups as well are pretty cool with the size of the the venue. The booners can be a wee bit more eccentric with their, their setups and Aye. they do try and the admins and one downstairs is ridiculous. Um the there's a couple other ones as well that the the proper go with the full hog and it's that's one thing that's one thing I noticed about uh, about the, the, the Manchester setup was that and it's quite bad really that you know the the breweries that made maybe an effort on their setup were were often getting more traffic. Yeah. Um which is which is a little bit of a shame, but you know you makes know, sense. So, I because mean, but, I mean you, you've got to maybe maybe people get, get lulled into the false sense of security that because we're at this Manchester Craft Beer Festival, that everybody that's coming knows their stuff. Yeah. And that's clearly no. That's you know definitely not going to be the case. You're going to you're going to have you're going to have groups of people that are turning up for a for a sesh, and you know there's maybe only one or two of the group that that know their craft beer, so they're going to go. They're going to gravitate to the stands that are most appealing. The stands that are maybe doing something a little bit extra, like the cracking thing, or yeah. you know there was there was that place in Manchester that were that were handing out the hats. Can, I can't even remember the name of the brewery. Is that Le Chauffe or something? Like that? Aye, something like that. And the brew, I had the, I had their cherry beer, which was unbelievable. Um, yeah, but but everywhere you looked, there was these folk with their hats on. So you know, the, and you had to go up and get a beer to get a hat. So mm-hmm. um, the one the one thing before I forget, um, before we dive into more from your side, Gil, and, and the beers was. Um, so, because we are super fucking cool and people know us, um, and we are influencers in the industry, my whole, um, we went through the training and entrance. So Scott was already in before I, I, did I got ask, off the did train. Did you ask permission before you went in the trade entrance? Huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got, I got, we got directed that way. Did you lube up before you went in the trade entrance? Hundred percent, lubed up to fucking high door. <laughs> Scott sends me a message, right? He sends Scott a, a picture. He sends a picture and he's he's. Got his lanyard on, and it's Scott Beerfish podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yes, that's cool as fuck. Love that shit. I don't know why I love it. I love all that crap. So I turn up, I get pointed to the trade bit, go to the trade bit, blah, 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 scan my ticket. And she's like, oh, the, the, the printer's not working. Um, so, so you can go two sides. You can go when you get to the bottom of the queue, you go left or right. I went to the left. And then she's like, oh, the printer's um, not working. Just there's a wristband on you go. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, He's got a fucking lanyard with his name on it. I want a lanyard. So I end up like getting my 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 ticket scanned like three times. 
just and go to different people. I was like, I want one of these fucking things. It was it, it cost like two p, but I was like, mm-hmm. I'm wanting a lanyard with my name on it and the Beerfish podcast. Nice. It was good. It was like a wee QR code so that folk, if you were talking to them, you could scan the QR code and it came up with all your info and everything, like the podcast uh, email address and stuff like that. Do you know who I am? Pretty cool. Nah. Spaces. The one weird thing was that there was like designated meeting spaces. Yeah. So like for folk to go and chat. So they weren't. So that one upstairs, I tried to, well, was just corporate heading. We just popped uh-huh. my head in to see what it was. Again, the guy was like, uh, excuse me, um, have you got credentials? I was like, I'm just like, just being nosy, mate. Um, like, there was nobody in that one. I, no. they don't, I've never seen them do that before. No. Have those spaces. But I noticed if you look through... There was a couple of spaces down the stairs as well. Ah, uh, there was like a big table for like canned beers. I was like, ooh. Mm. No, but no, no, like as many, no as many freebies as you usually get. Slightly disappointed, yeah. but you know. <sighs> Beggars can't be choosers. Did you find your pictures of your beers? I did, I did. Um, the the Alpha Delta beer, which I need to remember and shout out because it was that good, was... Um, where is it now? It's fucking disappeared. assholes. Alpha Delta hiding themselves. Achilles, 2023. Nice. That's what it was called. Uh, an eight, uh, Citra Dipper, 8.2 or 8%, basically. Um... It was tremendous. I also had in my drunk I've got a uh, Amundsen's Ray Rages, which was superb, which Ted also said was a an absolute win there. They had a pastry bar set up, which was just like all their, their kind of pastry beers. I did want to try one that was a uh, they didn't have the keg wouldn't work properly and it was yeah. a, a root beer float oh. style. And I nice. wanted to try that to see what it was like, um, but I couldn't get. I don't know. I didn't go back to find out if it was on again. Yes. Hands back in Hob Day, we had a London Black. Obviously, Obviously. disappointment of the day, uh, hype wise for Jade was definitely uh, Brick Brewery Strawberry and Cucumber, which was meh. Mm. Um, disappointingly, um, Brixton we had, Brewery. Um, we had a good one from Salt. We did. Um, the other one, the one that got the absolute winner for Jade was a beer from the Goodness Brew, which was mm-hmm. an elderflower lemonade uh, sour at four and a half percent, which nice. was perfect. It got that wee bit of sweetness and floral kick for the um elderflower in there, and it was superb. I had a citra for salt beer, which was quite good. I had a, a low voltage session IPA for Brixton Brewery. Uh, Budvar Dark, obviously, because it's Budvar Dark. Mm-hmm. Here we go for Dark Revolution, which we've done before. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hop the Ponds beers were a Manhattan project. Uh, beer company, Necessary Evil, Dry Hop Pills. And the uh, Turning Point, You'll Never Drink Alone, Red Paleo, which was also superb. Just also my biggest pour of the day by a long shot. It was up to the absolute. Oh, that was rim. insane. <laughs> He's like, he says, come on, I'll get you a beer. And it just... <laughs> and like, okay, thanks for that. Um, I had the Elusive Bruins Sunset Oregon Trail, which was mm. amazing. Different class. Really liked the Red Ale version. Um, it was really good. That would be good. Uh, Forest Roads Louie, mm-hmm. which was their new beer. Um, it tastes quite nice. I they had a hilarious beer. sticker, which is called I Fucking Love Posh. Posh Lager. In fact, that wasn't called it. It said, I fucking love Posh Lager. I was like, that's a great sticker. 
Aye. I've got one for you, Muir. Oh, nice. Um, other, other winner, which was early on in the day, it was actually my first beer of the whole session. And uh, they, they, they were quite impressed or pleased that I had chosen them first was Hackney Church hmm. um, and their IPA called Kavik on a Bike. Or Kvike on a bike. Uh, 6.6%. I obviously had to stop in for a Hamilton Crunch. Yeah, um, nice. My favourite peanut beer. Um, behind um, Peanut Riot. The, the fierce number, the peanut riot. Although I, get I did get mm. my dad a four pack of the peanut mousse, 12%. I'm yet mm. to find out what that's like. He's probably lying on the flare after having drunk one. <laughs> um, I had a stoop from my friends at Marshley. I didn't stop by there. I meant to, and I completely forgot. They had good merch. Oh, Obviously, aye. their beers amazing, but the be- the merch was ah, merch was ridiculous. Um, and what else was there that was super good? Uh, a queer brewing dying sun paleo, which was quite nice as well. Yeah, just being bitter and refreshing. Um, pretty good beer for them. Such uh, a good festival. Um, can I just say, can I just say, fucking well done for uh, keeping track of so many beers. I know, um, but the, honestly, if you try the We Are Beer Club thing, I would say that in terms of, and you'll not see it, I'll take a screenshot and show you what it looks like, but you mm-hmm. can pick your favourites, you've got all the styles, yeah. you've got the full list you can go on, so if you only drink lager, you can see the session and see all the lagers that are available and just go oh, get them. Oh, nice. So so easy. Like I'd the the night before I'd um went through the list and pinned everyone I wanted to try. I didn't get through them all, but I was like I I went through it and like that sounds good, that sounds good, and just pinned them all and then tried to my best to make way as many as I could. I I actually should go back on and see actually what I did, how many I did make it through. But uh, it's such a good idea, especially with the festivals, like like these kind of needed for the the volume that's at london like the london uh, sessions compared to any other are like quadruple the size you know we walked around manchester quite comfortably and you could walk around it and get a feel of who was there and all the rest of it but because uh, of the location there's breweries and wee corners and we you get lost you know and as it's it's needed and it's a great way for people to kind of, like you say, tag either beers that they like and then showcase and that allows them to then review and update. So nah, We, we kind of did a, a semi-walk around and we thought we'd been around it and then I can't remember what we were, I think I know, we were just standing at, at one of the balconies just looking over, having a drink and then we were like, what's that room over there? Walked in and then there's, that's where Hop the Pond and all that was. And I'm like, oh fuck, like, where the fuck did this come from? Oh, the, the other shout before I forget about it was the Indian, uh, the Indian brewery, the for Birmingham. I can't remember they, that. They one. were good. They were. They uh, were at Manchester. Ah, uh, they were quite good. What were they called? It was nice. The Indian brewery. All oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Um. Aye. For Birmingham, quite. Their beer was quite smart. It was tasted kind of. It's like a lager I had, which was crispy and fresh and bitter and all the right places. It was good. A nice beer. Um, nice, quite exactly. a big setup for them as well. The only thing I would say is that the tobacco docks are not the easiest to navigate because it has all no. kind of alcoves and stuff, and you can get stuck in a place like it took us far longer than it should have to find Eek, Verdant, uh, Elusive. Although <laughs> those guys are in like 
a second compartment, which is on the other side. That's so what I mean. You a could, wee bit more difficult to navigate. Like almost they, like uh, every corridor you go down, you need a sign. I super difficult. Everybody was all around that bit and spent a lot of time with the Battle of the Breweries, obviously. We were in they were near Amundsen, so that was good. Um aye, it was just a really good day and then obviously good company. And yeah. we had a, a good a fair bite to eat and stuff as well. Then we went up to the old uh, car park bit afterwards and aye. had another wee corona and a wee look at the, the view out of Landan and then uh Canadian I, Wharf, right? No phone about or anything like that, which was good. Trains were taken home and then um I managed to get shifted and get back out again, which is another an absolute <laughs> win. And I could easily have went to my bed, but I'm glad I didn't. Went out and had another another few drinks, shock horror. And uh um as I said, an amazing dinner at Shack for you. For the 25 million steps I had to do the next again day walking through every single one of London's bookshops, I think. So. Your dinner was a different calibre of mine. Mine was a, a tour train journey in a McDonald's. <laughs> you can't beat that. Which did After the trick? tour train journey, you can't beat that. It did the trick indeed. Um, next up for um, festival-wise in terms of ones that we will be kind of attending to drink beer um, is going to be the Indie Beer. Uh, Scotland, which is going to be uh, Emerson House in Glasgow, um, next to Ibrox. The lineup or the breweries that are, are going to be attending was announced a week ago mm-hmm. on the full list. Let me was guess. It... Yep. Oh, good then, do I guess. You, do you have it? Or... Oh, I, I, I do have it. I do have it. Newt. Uh... Are they making an appearance there with the last? No. No. What? They Newt? No, 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 no. Is that absolute bomb scary a place we through the West gone that starts with a big W? No. Thank fuck. That's good. No, no, um, it's all cask, mate. So so obviously it's all good. Sorry, said, what you mean is it's all good beer. So that's mm, good. Well no. <laughs> well. So we've got we've got <laughs> we've got Elkame, Ardgur, Barney's, Beath, Belfield, Bourne, Bremar. Doing this alphabetical in case you hadn't noticed. Shock. Um, <laughs> Broughton, Cairngorm, Campervan, Cross Borders, Five Kingdoms, Fine Ales. Um, well, Fine Ales will be good. Harveston, Innocent Gun, Isle of Arran, Kelburn, Loch Leven, Loch Lomond, no tours on Saturdays. Um, more beers, which I haven't heard The next before. one's good. Salt Rock are going, which is exciting. Um, Stuart Solwath. Uh, Swanee, which I'm excited about as well because uh, I like their beers. Uh, Williams Bros and Windswept are going. Well, I've got one on the uh, list that I've got now, which has potentially got the best name. Mm-hmm. Not that Californian brew company. Um, they've been getting a big write up, haven't they, for Falkirk, Falkirk Brewing and putting Central Brewing on the map, I think was the article I read the other day. So they're called that in a Falkirk. Well, it's so, in California, not that California. Of course, oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. What a dick! Yep. Fucking fell for that one. Didn't Imagine I? not yep. putting two, two together. Oh, no. They did. They just made sixteen. I um, feel a fucking <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Cheers, so yeah, man. there's a, there's a few there's a few that I'm looking forward to. Uh, as I said, Swanee um, are based up in Orkney. I had a few of their beers. They obviously were major loss leading. And got them into Aldi, S I Aldi, um, on occasion. You know, in their bi-monthly beer festivals, um, and it's that semi-traditional real ale 
kind of beers which are right up my street. Um, but there's a few more sort of crafty um, things that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm intrigued to, to see what camper van bring. Like, well, you they know, are, I'll tell you right now what they're bringing me. Right, oh. Um, oh, well, that fucking in the loop. They're, called, they're bringing a one beer. Oh. Well, um, called Nomad Pale, four point two Pale Ale. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, um, there you go. A, it's not a nitro festival, obviously. No, obviously no. <laughs> um, nitro cask. So you can you can uh, you, you can um, adjust your expectations slightly um, oh. with, with this, uh, you know. But it's I mean the Salt Rock are bringing a, a what a beer called Ten Seventy, which is a Belgian blonde six point six, which I'm looking forward to trying. Um, Wind Sweat are bringing a. They, I'm, I'm really. I mean, they're bringing Wolf, which is always a Win. absolute winner. Wolf. They're bringing Hurricane which, again, which again is is uh, is always a winner. But they're bringing they're bringing a beer called Coastal Haze, oh. um, which is an eight percent Nipa on cask, which oh. could be uh, could be pretty special. I have to say, uh, definitely was that was going to be my my go to was that I'll be if there's anybody's table I'll prop them up at the I'll be I'll be windswept. Aye, aye windswept. Um, I, mean, I think I'll be popular amongst everybody. I think, mm-hmm. I think seven seventy one are bringing a, a, a massive amount of beers. Uh, heavy lifting three point nine. I flight path cloud fall seventy one lager, fruition black currant <laughs> apple crumble. <laughs> But they're bringing a dipper. Are they? Rolling, rolling poster, 7.4% dipper. So. Does that oh. know the supermarket number? Yeah, you, I, you used to be able to get it in, in the supermarket, I think, no anymore. It's yeah, certainly it's not a supermarket cask. regular. But, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'd be interested in cask. Um, and the one... for, the, for those that don't know, it's, it's, it's casks and jackets. Aye. Aye. Casks and cool jackets that and racks. That's the festival mm-hmm. we're going to. It's no, aye. there's no stalls, there's no anything. It's no, a big it's long no, aye. Yep, that's it. <laughs> With casks and it. jackets. <laughs> What's the, the last uh, one? Sorry, Calvin, you were going to say. No, I, uh, the, the last one um, was as a beer um, called Mango Unchained. Oh! By our friends at Bruton. So we're, Scott and I are going to have to go and get a pint of Mango Unchained. Um, are you going to, are you going to cover IPA. up your, your t-shirts? No. <laughs> no, I'll be wearing it with pride. Um, <laughs> and I'll go and I'll try that beer. And if it's shit, I'll look for them and tell them. But if, equally, if it's good, I will look for them. But the flip them. side of it is they're probably actually not going to fucking be there. Um, but it's a SIBA award, so there's C- usually people in the SIBA. Oh, C-Bow. is it? Oh, right, okay. Aye, I mean, to be fair, the, the, when we went to it last year at, at Murrayfield, there were loads of people representing... Or the breweries there. Oh, fair enough. Um, uh, you know, most of them were were volunteers, but but there were um, there were lots and lots of people there that were that were pouring their own stuff. Um, so so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm buzzing for it. And to pour stuff as well. So mm-hmm. Well, it'll be busy as well because I mean, beer festivals in fucking <laughs> Scotland are few and far between. Um, Aye, I mean that'll be a good one. It's the usual. It's the it's the uh, the camera crowd that will be there. Yeah. But obviously, it's Siba. I know that, but it's it's that crowd. Um, that's who it caters for, and it's going to be a good day. We did it last year. It's good mm-hmm. to, to let the old gens out. Well, I'm 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 unfortunately, 
my uh, my old gym is uh, is called off, so mm. it's just got to be Chewy when he's when he's Todd flying the flag for the old years. I'm quite sure he'll cope with that. See, there's still something. There's still plenty of time left yet for him to come up with something else today. Mm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. There's only he's like other. If he's remembered spot on, although I have my doubts. The only other <laughs> prop like next crafty beer festival is going to be the Gravity Fest. Gravity Beer Fest. We um, the end of September. The end of September. Aye, with Barney's. Um, which summer hall. Aye, summer hall, which will be decent. That will be decent. See, we can the stag do bastard. They've got a good lineup too. Ali and that have done a good job. Well, well, is it is it online? Online. Some of it's New Barns, Bruton, McCall's, Camper Van. McCall's is a good one. They make some really cool. Are they? Attic, holy goat. If they've got an RS Pale Ale or something like that, then that's going to be. Mm. They should, shouldn't you? Fucking should. (laughs) Did you you see at the start of the month, and I I should have brought it up probably a couple of podcasts ago. um, So the Great British Beer Festival was on at at the very start of the month. Um, and everyone's favourite fucking Prime Minister and the former Rishi Sunak was there and he got heckled because um, he was there, he was pouring a beer the same day as the fucking duty went up and mm-hmm. somebody heckled and just said, oh the irony that you're raising alcohol duty on the day you're pulling a pint. What it probably should say is at the end of that, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing as well is that it's not only the uh, the Aldi guys that have the 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 kind of monopoly on what'll dares take whoever's going to sponsor us the 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 most and uh, they'll win the biggest beer award. I think the best best British beer was won by the sponsor, was it not? Aye, because it's just oh, there's just like stop being so obviously corrupt or like leaning. And gain somebody an advantage because they're sponsoring it. Just didn't he be a dick, man? Just put everyone in. The thing is, sure there was their signs or everywhere. It's even like in a couple of weeks' time or whenever it is, you've got the fucking Aldi Weekly fucking Beer Festival Awards or Lidl, whoever it is, Scottish Beer Awards happening, and we we know half the, the beers are going to win already because they went they've won for the last three or four years. Can I just say there's one. Beer awards that matters all year, and it happens at the end of the year, and it's the fridges. It's as simple as, you know, I mean. it's, it's the best of the best. It's the people's choice. People actually vote, and at the end of the day, it's there's no corruption. There's maybe a wee bit of bribery, but I mean, we, we can be bribed. But, I mean, Christ, but well, bribery only gets you in the door. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't mean you're going to win anything. And yeah. I just think. These awards and the the way the SIBO um, panel do it is actually quite interesting because I was like behind. I done the tasting day last year at the SIBO thing, and it's just mm. like tables of people getting swallowed. It's really funny, and like the 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 category you want is the pale ale category because there's like sixteen pints and beers, <laughs> and it's like we've got to taste them all, and then oh, you've got to compare them all. And you should, or you should have seen the table for this group. There was like, if you if you see Amelia at it, um, she'll tell you she was drinking the last time. And but the, there must have been, and you do like three different bits. So you might do the pails, and then you might do the stouts as well, like on two different like sessions. Aye. 
but there were must have been I think there was like there was ten people with sixteen beers each on a table, and some of them were drinking them and putting glasses away. Oh, Others right. were like w- like leaving sixteen beers and taking a sip of each of them, like so that they could compare. Oh, I like I like one, I like fourteen, and you should these tables like had like a hundred and sixty like pints sitting on it. It was mental. I <laughs> like, don't know how by the end of it you can be like you can properly make a decision of what you think's best after like having 16 you'd be like possible they're no full pints to be fair and then and people like, the last one that's really good the people were doing they were like taking a sip and then spitting it out or whatever like mm-hmm. you know like but there was some there was some leglessness at the end of the day put it that way <laughs> it's funny um obviously the last two years we've like poked fun at it and be like what one why are why are we not on the panel two why are we not presenting? Three, why are we not there on the day? And granted, to be fair to them, they've, they've emailed us and be like, just, just, and messages like, oh, just send us an email and we'll get it sorted. So we could have been on the panel to judge last year. Aye. No, no, no this year. This year, sorry, this year. Aye, it was just because it was year. so long ago. But they were doing it on a Tuesday and it was like, I think the panel day was a Tuesday and you're thinking, like, well, and that's then, it's like yes, you can we can be there and like hold, um, hand out awards and whatnot, but we need to pay for that. I'm like, nah, you're right. I'm good. I'll just stick to watching it online yeah, the, and then the slagging it. And stuff like that doesn't he run on thin air? No, it doesn't. He? No. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm all for well, uh, it's. I'm we'll no disagreement. Our, we'll save our pennies and we'll, we'll we'll go to town and maybe do it next year. Um, yeah. be good. Good fun, but no fair. Like I said, fair play to them for getting back to us and saying, "Ah, oh, if you want a day X, Y, and Z, you're more than welcome." <sighs> so, Can I tell you what I'm drinking next? Aye, please do. Now, currently. Oh, we beak today. It's a beak Garlands IPA, six and a half percent. Yeah. Uh, a unctuous, silky smooth, young and IPA showcasing three noticeably pineapple, hot varieties in Idaho Seven. Brew one and Vic Secret. Pina Colada on the beak. Mango, apricot, and pink grapefruit. So another fruit salad, but that one, this one, obviously because it's beak, you get every single one of them. Pineapple, big time. And um, that hint of grapefruit just to kind of draw away and make it a bit more a bit more ish. Um no. and not sickly and overpowering at all. Six and a half percent. It's perfect. Absolutely splendid. I'll um I'll I'll stick on the um the beak train. Um if you're unaware, Beak have not long just had their third birthday. So we're we're older than Beak. It's hard to believe that we've been gone two years longer than Beak. We're older than Beak and we're older than Overton. Just an FYI. Um so they've uh taken their flagship beer and in the form of parade. And what a beer that is, man. What have, a beer that is. They have turned it up to fucking 10. Uh, in celebration. 10%. Indeed they do. It's called Parade. It's a triple IPA sitting at 10%. They've dialed up the ABV. They've dialed up the hops to create something special. Um, and it's thrice as nice um, as Parade. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. Really, really good. Um, it's to the point where I'll probably keep the label just because it's that good and their third birthday beer. Picked it up at the weekend direct from the brewery 
sample some of the some of the new stuff in the form of they got my message and get them on. I know. Well, you just need to reply to the messages I've sent them. <laughs> just, re- just reply. Bickies. Stop going on these other podcasts that have not been on as long as us and it's just not as good. Shots fired. Um <laughs> But no, it's really, really good. I mean, if you like Parade, um, you're going to love this. It's, it's Like I said, it's just amped up to 10. Perfect. Loving it. Weirdly, like I said, it's it. When I was saying I'm not liking the dippers, it's because they're really out. Like I'm getting a lot of alcohol, but mm. with the, that tipper, you don't get that whatsoever, which is weird. It's not weird. Yeah. Just That's because it's been right. brewed properly. Exactly. Oh. Just doing things correctly. <laughs> doing things fucking right. Delk, you I... moved. Oh, sorry. I I've not. I'm a, I'm sticking on. I'm sticking on hazel day to day. Are you um, one and done? Aye. I've got a a random topic that no no no, no. like it's a quick discussion point I suppose and I'm not sure where I stand on it so I'm going to just throw it to you guys but has everybody noticed the mad race I suppose of knocking off Guinness and how many new nitro stouts nitro dark beers have hit the market with social media mm-hmm. pushing the last, you know, couple of months. Do you not think it's because? Do think it's because Anspacks because they jumped on it? Hundred uh, percent. Like, um, and then obviously we've got camper van up here, but mm-hmm. um, Hamilton were pushing one this week. Oh. Um, what? Brewdog have done one. I lived there account. Um, but but you're right. Brewdog have done one. Conor McGregor. Of the forged, forged yes. out or whatever it is. That's it. No, I think the Hamilton one. Did, oh, you obviously can you take three cans? Can you not go? No, I'm pretty sure Hamilton. They, that was the beer they were giving cans away at the end of a, a tent. It's called um, Nitro. Aye, Nitro London Stout. But is it? I, see the can. Is the can got a widget? Yeah, right. I've, I've got it in the fridge because the number of, the number of times where I've had a, a a beer that it claims to be a nitro, right, and it's like, oh, this is a hard pour nitro beer, ah. right, and it's like hard pour for that haze, that you know that 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 effect. Um, and but it's not got a widget in it, so yes, they might have put they might have put nitrogen in the beer. Before they put it in the can, but when you pour it, yeah, it looks it looks phenomenal when you pour it. But five seconds after you finish pouring it, and it settles, and it's, it's dead. Just, right. It's dead. Whereas the beer, uh, and the reason, the reason that I mentioned it was the, the beer that I had from uh, Brewdog. I mentioned it on um, the podcast where we did the ten pound challenge with Belco, um, and it was there. Yeah, I forget what it was called. It doesn't really matter. But it had a widget in it. Jet Black, did it? Jet Black Heart, that's it. Um, and that's the only one that I've had in can that stands up to a Guinness mm. because it's because it's proper nitro. It's got a widget and it's properly that, you know, that style. And that's how you make that beer work. It's a draft can. Yeah. That's what Guinness do. 
it's Belhaven Best, it's it's Caffrey's, it's it's you know all these beers that that are draft cans. That's the only way you're going to emulate that in can. You know, it's easy enough to emulate that in, on keg. You know, and 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 Campervan have done that with their with their extra black, um, which is phenomenal on keg, but on can, maybe not so much. I think I agree with you. Like it's just I seen those. Agree. Two... Sorry, I do agree with you. Oh, sorry. I do agree with you. Like, I, this is the point I'm trying. Like, I, I'm all for people taking, like, you know, take a shot at the king and all the rest of it, right? It's one of the biggest beers in the world, and and macro. We spoke about that way, Luca, last week, and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. And for me, like, I'm all for people doing it, but do it. My point back to this was do it properly. Like, yeah. if you, there's a reason, London Blacks up there like camper vans on draft that you say is there like whether it's the same in can i don't know but it's about getting this quality uh like consistently no matter the package and this is it's quite funny because the whole point of me bringing it up was like after you mentioned the whole camera thing and the, the cask and how different some of these beers taste and cask compared to how they taste in keg and i know conditions are different and all the rest of it but it shows that certain beers are designed better for different packaging and yeah. no matter if you get it in if you get it in a can it may not be for you like the one that i was going to mention when you were running through the the names on the for the seba thing cal was uh joker mm-hmm. like we've spoke about it a few times and it's you know it's a it's a it's a tasty beer and it still holds up to to some extent of in terms of that, is it there? I joke I'm talking running... head and birds and bees. I would be running for oh, it. Birds and like... bees, I've not seen that. Asking a well. Mm. <laughs> but I just thought it was quite interesting. There was a few others that popped up on um um on like LinkedIn and Facebook and all the rest of it this week, and I just thought, look, there's quite a few folk that are yeah. taking uh, shots at this, and whether they're great, I don't know. But I just thought it's. It is coming into stout season, so it might be something that we'll see a wee bit more of. And, and I'm looking forward to it. Like, like, like you say, oh, take a shot at the king, you know. And if people can reproduce that that kind of experience, but you need the widget. If it's can, if you're if you're going for Guinness, if you're going after Guinness, it needs to be a draft can. I guess why not? At the end of the day, like everyone's looking to get a a wee bit more of the pie. Um, exp- like, any way they can get their get their beers on tap. So if they need to go and they a Guinness and like you say, Mark, do it properly. And there's a couple of breweries that have done it properly so far, and they're obviously occupying that space now, which, think, is, which like, is good to that, see. See that whole draft can. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know why that's not done more often by craft breweries because yeah. you know the. These these guys bring out these big dirty stouts, right? And and they're you know five six seven pound a can anyway, so dial it down a wee bit. Put it's... it in a put it in a nitro can. Yes, the can's obviously it's obviously going to be more expensive than an ordinary four forty mil can. Right. Got, it's a slightly bigger can to accommodate the widget. Um, but why not invest in that shit? Why not? Why Funny, not so, um, obviously last week I was away with work and stuff, and incidentally. I, um, being at the Blue Monkey place, I picked up some beers myself, and then a couple from my colleagues who I was meeting the next day. Um, and I picked up two 
English nitro stouts and exactly what you said, Cal, they didn't have widgets in them. They, they said in the side of the can, hard poured nitro. And I said to the guys before, I was like, look, it says nitro stout, but you're going to have to hard pour it. Like, and they're like, what's that? What, what does hard pour mean? Some people don't know what hard pour means. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, you're going to just tip it in the can. Literally, just, open and just... it and vertical into the Aye. glass and it just comes out. And it, it, like you say, it looks amazing for about 30 seconds. Yeah. You get that you get that wave, that wave going up the glass as it settles. You get a, a beautiful creamy head right at the top of the glass. Yep. And then it just disappears within seconds. It's just one of those things that like I said, no not everyone knows what a hard, what a hard port is. I, I had one I, I had one a few weeks back, didn't I? And it was it was one that I got doing in Cornwall, so it was probably a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a siren one. That was, I mean, it was a supermarket beer. What can you expect? But it's a supermarket stout, and it was it was giving you that whole night. And, and all, you're, yeah. all you're left with at the end is just this claggy, sweet fucking... I mean, you say it's a, you say it's a supermarket beer, but you, you had Roaster Coaster, and that had a widget. Mm-hmm. No, like... that, that Jet Black Heart, it was fucking £1.50. That, that was at the... The Roaster Coaster was at the height. Aye, true. Aye. He must have been losing a fortune on that time. beer. Oh, easily, but it was for some folk. For some folk, though, that was like if they didn't have Guinness, that was an introduction to what a widget was. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, what the fuck's this thing? Why is my can rattling after I poured it? It's your widget, it's your widget. Um, so I'm going to talk about this beer as well. Go before on, we finish up. Um, I mentioned uh, that episode that we did with Bilko a few a few weeks back with the 10 pound challenge. And his uh, my my flying under the radar beer was my one pound fifty Jet Black Heart, and his uh, was his one forty nine Rhinebacker Pilsner mm. uh, from Aldi, which I picked up actually um, at the weekend and enjoyed. It was delicious. Um, put put the beer in the fridge for a few hours, and I put a gl- the glass in the freezer for an hour before I drank it. And honestly, with the icy cold glass, icy cold beer, it just disappeared. And it was such a good, it was such a good lager, honestly. And 149 a bottle, holy shit. Um, but I've picked up its uh, sister beer, um, which is the Rheinbacher Weiss beer um, from Aldi as well. 5% uh, wheat beer. And uh, this is absolutely delicious. It really is. It's really good. Um, again, it's no, it's not icy, icy cold. It's cold at the fridge, but it's it's got a fabulous body, lovely colour. It's got that delicious wheat flavour, um, reminiscent of your whole garden. Maybe not quite as as wheaty and funky as a whole garden, but it's it's right up there. And again, less. I think it was about one eighty for a five hundred ml bottle. Um, right, this and it's a testament to what can be done. And I was having a conversation with somebody today about it. That there's it's mad because you've seen on the Discord like the price that people pay in Europe for beer. Yeah. There's a couple of guys and that that are in Germany and that now. And Gil, you would have been the same when you were away the weekend. But you know, you're you're paying what did you say that was, Cal? One eighty. I think it, I, I don't even know if it would I mean the, the ordinary Pilsner was one forty nine for a five hundred ml bottle. Right. So just short of a pint and it's one fifty. Brilliant. You know, and I actually looked for them after we had that conversation um, with Bilko as well. And I, there was only I, two. There was only one bottle each left in the shop. Was there? I yeah. actually, I think I was looking in Lidl to be completely honest. So maybe that's probably the main. The <laughs> that's main your problem. That's why you didn't find it, mate. Brand show. Um, <laughs> I did a, a lap, and I thought, ah, nah, I must be. It must be the the sister or the brother's 
uh, shop that's um, brother, like, brother's goldfish. Um, but honestly, mate, I'm, I think it's an absolute win and good clean lager and a really tasty. See if you're going to. I mean, I mean, Bilko made the point. Like, I'm sure that there's like some sort of rule that you can only buy like ten at a time. You can't buy any more than that. But see if you're mm. if you were going to a barbecue or you're you know going having folk around to watch football or or whatever, having a party even. You go in, you spend fifteen quid, and you're getting ten, essentially ten pints because it's it's as near as makes any difference a pint, a five hundred mil bottle. Yeah. Like a pint's what five hundred and sixty-eight mil, so you're sixty-eight mil short of a pint, and you're getting ten of them for fifteen quid. That's just it's a no-brainer. It yeah. really is. No, it's a win. That's and for sure. It goes back to something that we said um, a few months back. Um, that, that that it sums us up really, I think, and it's no thinking drinking. Yeah, it's no thinking drinking. You you just you crack it open. It's good. I mean, it's brewed in Germany, so you, it's obviously subject to their laws are in purity. So you can it's no Ryan Hings geboot. Aye, you can it's no nonsense. Accent it's, by it's... Mark. Correct. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, aye, it's no rubbish at all, is it? It's, it's super there's a reason that the Germans and the, the Czechs have been making beer the same way for decades, for hundreds of years. It's the fucking millennia, mate. Mm. <laughs> well, it's been... Uh, aye, the, the law has been in place for a specific amount of time. But yeah, mm. I agree. Like You were drinking shoe pints before there were shoes. Aye. Clog <laughs> pints, mate. Clog pints. Sandal pints. pints. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I need to shout this beer out. Um, we, we, for the first time in a long time, in fact, in five years, first time in five years, um, we won a, not won, we were runner-up in a competition on Instagram. Oh, yes. Um, from vocation. Oh. And I say we. Was it the was it the was it your favourite beer podcast that we, we didn't win? Yeah. Oh. 100%. Um, but yeah, they, they Is had that a the hot honey thing. The correct amount uh, I say, uh, I say, we. I mean, I've got the stuff. I've got the scent and stuff because I did it. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so only fair. Um, run, we were running up, so we got sent. We I got sent uh, four beers of their collaboration with Thick Sauce, uh, called You Okay Honey, a pineapple hot honey sour, four cans of that, and a bottle of the sauce, which I've not tried yet, and I. Actually, can't wait to try it. Honestly, can't imagine anything worse than this beer. I don't know, mate. I, I honestly don't know. Like, so a pineapple infused party in a can, brewed with whole habanero chilies, sweet, sticky honey. Prepare, prepare your taste buds for a zesty concoction of tangy pineapple, fiery hot habanero honey, and a refreshing sour kick that will have your palate doing the hula. Um, Oh, mate, I oh, genuinely. I, I think, think that I, sounds awesome. Actually, yeah. did it come with? Did it come with a packet of rainies? Well, mate, it could have done. Well, it just sounds like it sounds like a beer that I would crawl through broken glass to avoid drinking. I think this is actually really fucking good. Like oh. I am, I've enjoyed the two cans that I've had of this. It is like you can't. What you're going to need to do, mate. You're going to need. To Save a can and bring it up. No, um, I will do. I, I'll, I'll, I'll coming up in October, and we'll 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 put it to the test. And I'll quite. I, I'm quite happy to eat my words um, along with some of the hot sauce. 
Um, if it's good, I'm and, quite happy to admit that, but I'm quite prepared to accept that it's going to be shit. But so it is, it's, it is sour, it is proper fiery and chilly, which is like amazing. Sweet from the honey. Like the pineapple bit, I don't get, but it's probably just balancing out the honey a wee bit. But I'm getting like bubblegum vibes off it as well. Like, it's it fucking... fucking disgusting. It does this. But you're not selling it, mate. No, <laughs> mate, no. Pineapple. Nice, like, habanero bubblegum, bubble man. It's, it is. I, I'm really, really liking this at the moment. I'm liking the fiery, spicy, the chilliness it's got, that I'm you getting in the beer. Um, you it and yourself in the bin. No, oh, I know. And, and like, to be fair, before I drank one, any one of these cans, I was like, oh, no, I, I don't know if I could do this. Like, but I had the first one, I was like, I got hit with the, the habanero at the bar. I was like, oh, that's kind of like nice and tingly and and getting your mouth kind of going a wee bit. And to, to be fair, I, I let the wife had a, have a wee sip and she was like, that's fucking rank. But <laughs> <laughs> she, I what was about like, the beer? <laughs> but I was like, I said, does it? Do you think it's spicy? And she's like, aye, my mouth's on fire. It's it's, like, it's, pro- it's not a session beer, is it? But it's, no, like, it's a novelty I, sort of like you know. If ever there was a beer mark that was an advocate for your 150 mil can, well, that would be, no, right? Okay, I agree with you in that point. I it's do think a 40 I, mil can of that. Oh, I, I agree. No. 440 is too much because the first can I had, I, I, I hadn't quite finished. I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this. But so I agree with you there. So it needs to be, it needs to be a 330 or your wee, your wee, your wee ones. What um, was the one that, what was the one that the used to do? Was it the Fuego one? Fuego. Fuego. And then uh, Tempest with the 330s of the Chili Mexican. Chili Mexican. That was fucking That was good. The Chili Mexican was good to me. But chocolate and chili is, is a recognised combination that works. Right. Pineapple, pineapple honey, and yeah. honey and habanero is... A pineapple habanero is a, is a classic combo. Right. It's is a it? Mexican food anyway. I was going to say Mexican though. Eh? Oh, we had so... it at the... Where... No, you have it alongside your plate pineapple. and refried stick. Pineapple and <laughs> habanero. Oh, chiquitos. Of <laughs> all places. Absolute dross. Just vomit, vomit in a taco and then serve it up as, as Mexican. A Mexican restaurant. Um, I actually had a chimichanga. Lovely. Maybe <laughs> oh. a Mexican. No, I've, got, I've, got, I've got two cans left. Um, like I said, I've uh, got four cans of the beer and uh Scored again. A bottle of the hot sauce, which I am yet to use. Um, I'm I'm very looking forward to getting that on the chicken wings. Fucking ridiculous. Um, so I'll give you an update on the hot sauce when I try it. To be fair, I'm all for that. Breweries that make hot sauce are just wins. Like simple as it's just a win. It's just, and it. I've actually I have still got. A bottle of the Vault City hot sauce. Come on, man, get it fucking eaten. It's out of date now, technically. Uh, Super fiery, then. <laughs> it's, it's to be fair. It must be. I think it's half used. I'm just catching up. Uh, I think it's half used. Um, so yeah, I don't know. No, it's not. Lies, That's... Scott. What? What are you talking about? 
Nothing I'm looking at. No, well, it's, it's, I'm don't, on, go uh, off in, don't go off in tangents that nobody here can. I'm on seven, eight minutes on the Magic app and no, my tone right. goes oh, no, 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 they've not chalked it off, but he was off. Aye, doesn't matter. Fuck him. Nobody knows, knows what you're talking about. You're, you're giving me right. fucking editing things here. Fuck 100%. off. 100%. Tell me what I'm not doing. That. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. The breweries are good. Oh. <laughs> the breweries are good. <laughs> but no. Um, Sorry. I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some chicken and get the wings done with the sauce. Yeah, I can imagine that. Narrow, we'll follow. Look, look <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I would quite I'm I'll be sent here when I saw that you had won the thing, I was a hundred percent mere in like and the sauce. evidently mere into the sauce and the beer. Yeah. I think the sauce I mean, I think the sauce the sauce sounds the sauce sounds like something I would have on a chicken wing or a chicken burger or Something, you know, I, 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 I would be quite happy to try that. I'm interested to see if the beer tastes the same as the sauce or vice versa. You know what I mean? Vice versa. I mean, it does sound like a ploy for Rennie to. Uh, yeah. Uh, it does, is, is it heartburning or does it? Is it no. This is the Rennie Gaviscon collaboration in association with Tums. Honestly, I genuinely think it's actually really good. I think it's really I, nice. I can imagine it's... it would be really good. I'm just saying. It would be you would need a litre of Pepto Bismol after you turn it. <laughs> nah, I mean my gut's kind of. Exactly, mine just fucking absorbs it and goes fuck yourself. Did you do two days in a day. Oh, that. Thanks. Aye, mine just doesn't really bother. So I've got, like I said, I've got two cans left over. Um, I'll put them aside and I'll bring them up the road. Um, and you guys can give your verdict. No, it would be superb to do it. Are we? Uh, I'm not bringing the sauce though. No, like a beer can chicken. A beer in the barbecue. That would be good. Like a beer can chicken. The four forties are right the right size for that. You stick it right up the chicken's ass and put it in the barbecue. That's a good idea. Oh fuck off. That's a that's a good idea. (laughs) Correct. Um I've got nothing else to add to this even this evening's proceedings because well, I never had it just to fucking start off with, to be fair. Anything? Uh, nothing else for me. Just that. Um, I story very quickly. Okay. Oh, you mentioned about trying to sneak uh, cans on. Uh, shout out to friend of pod uh, for Alto eighty seven poker, who okay. in the uh, security queue coming back from Berlin over the weekend, uh, berated absolutely gave pelters to. Everybody in the security queue before us um, who couldn't get it right, getting their laptops out their bag and toiletries and this, that, and the next thing. And also gave the the guy checking everything who was doing like a pre-check before he put stuff through. Pre-check for checking Berlin it. Airport, like, have you got any cosmetics? Have you got this, that, and the next oh, thing? Right, Asking I... additional questions and that. Absolute dross. Anyway, moaned about them the whole way through. Bag gets up through the security check thing. Mine's come in. through, everybody else's come through. No, no, laptop was out, did all that, obviously did all the old, the usual things. Thought he was 10 out of 10. Gets through. Oh. Uh, straight down the chute to get checked. <laughs> I was like, what's that? Woman's in. 500 milliliter can of Spartan at the bottom <laughs> of his bag. <laughs> he, had got, he had bought at the shop in the train, at the train station when we were leaving to come through. Tell me, um, tell me that he cracked it, necked it. He, he did not, although the woman oh. did offer him. 
in fairness, if you had seen the state of him the day before, he would have, uh, but he would have forgiven him that he was, he was, he was not in a good way. Um, but I, the woman said, "Would you like to drink it now?" <laughs> and he's like, "So you got a ten out of ten mark saying, uh, would you like to drink it right now?'" But I, full full five hundred mil canny spartan that we had got out of the shop for two euros or something on the way from the airport train station to Berlin yeah. Central uh, two days before. So yeah. Absolutely berated everybody, like actual gave everybody pelters and everything. Then through his bag checked only to find a full tenant full tin of beer. <laughs> Needless to say, he got ripped thereafter. Aye. Really story. Make sure you check your bag after you've been for a, a, a weekend on the beers. Check your bag. Yes, there's a wee secret one in there. Yes, there's a wee secret one indeed. And um, what's not a secret is that you can um Nice. Have a wee search on social media for the Beers Bridge podcast, like Paul and share all the content. And wherever you have listened to this podcast, you can, of course, give it a five star rating, show your support or your official support by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Beer Fridge Podcast. As I mentioned a couple of times during this episode, you can join us on the Discord page, um, share your views on beers, tell us and show us what you guys are drinking, get in a conversation, get in an argument, get in a, di- a disagreement with regards to beers. Um, those links are on our Instagram page, um, the home of Real Beer, Real Breweries, Real Opinions is the Beer Fish Podcast. And until next time, cheerio bye. Toodle fucking new. <laughs>